You know what I don't get about sports documentaries is how they make them so fucking testosterone shot, men's tea clinic driven, so fucking hyper alpha male, barbarian, gladiator. And you could just tell that it's the figment of some football fans' imagination. They're making a documentary that's not set in real life. It's about some superhero that they fucking created in their mind from being a super fan. And so they make all the players bigger and stronger and faster than they actually are. And I'm just watching Swamp Things, the fucking Florida Gators, untold on Netflix. And I got three and a half episodes in, and it's basically just all the black guys in the team um, are ghetto and have, you know, uh, drunk hood rat parents and Urban Meyer's like, I've never seen anything like that and fucking hugging the fucking black player and trying to be like his fake white uh, father that he never had and then all the black players just getting arrested and Urban Meyer struggling with the gentrification of the Florida Gators while also trying to win games. (laughs) And then uh, the the white guys on the team, they're all just, they're just the good guys. They just pray. And they're, they, the only scenes of them are just montages of Tim Tebow, like uh, in the back of his house at his farm, just running with a sled seat belted to his waist. Uh, running from the persecution of Satan. And, you know, the, the real, the conclusion of all of it is, is that Urban Meyer, he taught a group of teenage boys the, what the yin-yang sign necklace really, what that symbol stands for. Bringing whites and blacks together to have what seemed like a more losing seasons than winning ones. I mean, like every time I was like, oh, they're about to win the national championship and there'd be a four game loss season. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this isn't like fucking Nick Saban who wins the fucking title every year. This is like a championship, a fucking uh, four loss season, another loss, uh, barely another championship. I mean, it was, I mean, no doubt they had a nice little run, but it wasn't as spectacular, I guess, as I remembered as a kid. It was just what seemed like a bunch of fucking uh, lack of discipline. And, you you know, the Brandon Spikes, he was saying, like, well, we training for Iraq, and I, I like Urban Meyer. I think he's a great coach. Uh, the documentary reminded me of how fucking soft Trevor Lawrence is because Tebow ate that shit up he had war paint on his face and even though he's a brunette Todd Chrisley um, and all that suppressed sexual energy 
uh, you know, all he knew was his own dick until he fucked a pussy for the first time. All he'd ever seen is cock. He'd never seen a, a throbbing, wet, pink, juicy pussy with a little landing strip above it. He'd only seen his own cock. So all that sexual suppression, while it might have led to, um, you know, additional energy for him and, and kept his chakras above his waist heaven is your head and hell is your heels and your God. And, but I know he, again, he worships, uh, some alien civilization in fucking outer space, but you know, Tebow ate that shit up. He was a fucking, uh, uh, a dog that humps other guy dogs. I mean, he was, you know, I say he was like the warden of a prison. You know, he he knew how to manage the the prison yard, and it seemed like Urban Meyer had found his middle manager. You know, break him down, Tim. You know, uh, Urban managed through Tim Tebow. I mean, how fucking soft is Trevor Lawrence? He just couldn't handle uh, Urban Meyer's fucking making the players get on the mats and wrestle each other. You know, he's soft as fuck. That's what I can't... It wasn't that Urban was a bad coach in the NFL. What I came away from was that Urban tried to uh, get rid of all the piece of shit fucking losing season Jag players. And if you, they held up a... You know, the Jags are the last 20 years, 0.427 losing percentage one of the worst teams in the NFL in the last 20 years. And I think Urban was just trying to, you know, create a culture, you know, crack open the clams, find the players with the best pearls. And, you know, I just, like I said, I think Trevor Lawrence is that Gen Z fucking soft little girl that's, you know, his Instagram feeds filled with science. And sure, he's playing a little better under Dweeb Peterson now, but I just don't think he could handle Urban's uh, fucking intensity. And I like the fact that Urban only recruited, you know, the players most likely to go to jail. You know, that he went into the projects and he went into the hood and fucking... You know, he he pulled those players out and became Papa Bear to them. You know, that that shows fucking, uh, you know, some balls, you know, to drive your Buick into the black neighborhoods and, and take those babies and fucking, you know, bring them back to the University of Florida and, you know break them down and build them back up except for Chris Leak who got totally disrespected in this documentary he wasn't uh, one of the black guys he wasn't black enough I guess to be shown a lot. He was a starting quarterback that won a national championship 
uh, for Urban Meyer, but if you watch the documentary, it's all, he can't run, uh, he sucks compared to Tebow, and you know he's considered, like, widely regarded as, like, potentially the greatest high school quarterback recruit to ever live, threw for over 250 touchdowns for Independence High School in Charlotte, North Carolina. I went as a kid and I watched him throw five touchdowns versus West Mecklenburg. It was breathtaking. He was a beast. Had kind of a funky, over-the-top, twisty, mechanical release. Um, a composite leather football throwing motion. Very clean. Probably threw the best spiral you've ever seen come off a quarterback's hands. I mean, fucking rotating, you know, 50 times a second, just like fucking, they didn't show him in any kind of positive light. He was always kind of in the background. He's a background actor, a background athlete. And the real reason is, he, if you Google it, I guess, supposedly, allegedly, he got in trouble, got his teacher's license taken away for, like, fooling around with fucking students at it, whatever school he was at. And so, you know, for sure, they didn't want to focus on Chris Leak and then have to answer all those fucking questions. But it just came across that he sucked. And he started and he won a national championship for the Florida Gators. And was a solid college quarterback. He had, you know, two, three solid years where he started and threw touchdown passes. Uh, So I felt bad for Chris Leak. You know, if Chris Leak was alive today in college football playing today, you know, with all the way they want the quarterbacks to be the fucking uh, Patrick Mulattoes, I mean, he'd be fucking money. They'd be parading his ass all over town with the black and white mix and the Hazel and the Steph Curry fucking... uh, you know, he'd be all over the internet, social media, Twitter, and they'd be, he'd go in the first round, the first pick, just based off his fucking the way he looks. I do wonder how the whole showing pictures of naked women to Tebow and him getting squirmish, ew, and running away is going to go over in cancel culture. And that's just a part of the nature of the locker room. I mean, guys are showing videos of fucking gangbangs and DP and fucking volleyball players and fingering fucking softball chicks. I mean, it's all day long. You just hear, oh, oh, fuck videos going on in the locker room. You know, I, I remember I was in the locker room and I told you this story before. Guys fucking was literally jerking off and I'm like what are you doing Barry and he's like getting blood in my meat so I can show out in the shower so the one thing I did like about the Swamp Kings is I liked 
that they kind of showed how hood rat it is and how like fucking you know like just hardcore it really is it's just fucking like it prisoners in a like a prison yard And then being in that, and then you leave college football and you go get a job on LinkedIn, you wonder why you have PTSD. Because you just left college football, a fucking uh, BBC fucking gangbang. <laughs> you're like, you're one of the white guys that they let come on her too in the Bukaki. And, you know, it's, it's just, it's really came across how intense it is and I was just watching it and I'm watching them wrestle during mat drills and I'm watching the sweat and the working out and I thought it was cool that they instead of going to the club they go to the gym at midnight and pump iron and you know another thought I had is I never ever got to play on a fucking team that was like that you know, when I was at NC State, they were all fucking losers, like, everyone was a fucking loser, no one fucking worked out in their spare time, nobody threw in their spare time, nobody watched film, like, all the teammates were, like, fractioned and fucking talked shit and hated each other, and there's just no fucking, no talent anywhere when it came to fucking leadership and uniting people, like, I even think, like, when I first got there, I told Chuck Amato, I was like, man, this team, you get a fucking, your kicker is, like, trying to lead people, and, you know, we got offended, I was like, yeah, it's rough, and so I kind of was like, man, what could you do with the quarterback position if you just had all these fucking, uh, badass, athletes that, you know, was either go to the pros or go to prison, like, and they even said that in a documentary, they're like, you know, it's like, I leave the hood and the only thing is, you know, Dallas Baker says, be in the NFL or I'm a failure. And, you know, I I remember being at NC State or Nebraska and, and those guys, if they didn't go to the NFL, they just went and we're going to go work at State Farm Insurance. Like, they all had, they already had fucking 401ks and backup plans and shit. They were already gentrified. They were all, you know, the black kids came from, like, a fucking middle-class suburban, you know, families. And, like, their dad was, like, a fucking IT tech or something. Like, it was just totally different than playing with those Dade County, Apopka... Orlando guys, and I played with them, and I loved them, you know, and I know you fucking faggots are gonna be like, hey, these fucking podcasts is racist, no, dude, I fucking love those kind of guys, I love those, those kind of players, the fucking real ones, the fucking, the ones from fucking Miami that are chasing jackrabbits, the Fred Rouses that fucking rob Lorenzo Bookers and fucking leave bloody gloves, I fucking love those fucking kind of guys, the fucking hood ass, fucking gangster ass motherfuckers that listen to fucking Pastor Troy and shit, they don't fucking listen to Drake, 
they listen to fucking yuck mouth and you fucking can throw them dimes bro and they're dead ass serious about football they take it it's a fucking life or death for them and You know, I played in the California Bowl. I beat Mark Sanchez. He had fucking Deshaun Jackson, Justin Forsett, Ray Maluga. I fucking beat him. I had Fred Rouse. Uh, but I was watching the documentary, and I could have went to Florida. I could have went to Florida State, Miami. I could have went to anywhere, and I should have because that's where the real blacks are. That's where the real fucking players that you know, we're going to go to the NFL and that you're going to fucking be able to throw bombs too. And they're going to blood, sweat and tears fucking. Why do you think Dabo Sweeney at Clemson's been struggling lately? He's got the fucking whitest football team in America. Shipley's white, the quarterback's fucking white, the receivers, the linebackers, he's got the whitest college football team in America, Clemson used to be gangster as fuck, bro, had Deshaun Watson, Taj Boyd, all those fucking receivers, and they're just super white now, and he's totally, he gentrified Clemson way too fucking much, and now they can can't win a big game because they don't have fucking black people and that's the that's the thing about sports okay that's it's just it is what it is bro alright it is white and black You're there's no fucking uh, Asians playing football nobody ever talks about that where's all the fucking Asians where's the Timmy Changs I guess Alabama has fucking Ichibom. Hello, I'm Ichibom, because I'm eating to the bomb. Fucking Tyler Buckner, the fucking hibachi chef. There's no Asians in football. I mean, you might see some of the Latino races. You might see, you know, they get a few players overseas from, like, Germany and stuff. But it's all, it's just fucking white people and black people in sports. And it, and I laugh because it's the only place where, like, there is, like, no such thing as white privilege or white power. It's like, they kind of, you know, if you're, like, a white guy, you're, like, on the fucking scout team or you're the fucking punter, Wilbur. You know, they kind of want to get rid of you. They're like, oh, he's fucking got pony cleats on, that fucking person. He's too fucking white. Get fucking rid of him. You know? And so, I just laugh because in sports, that's like the one place where, you know, white people have to fight for their right to fucking party. And Tebow, he, I mean, that guy is fucking mentally retarded, dude. I mean, his family looks like one of those scary fucking families that keeps kids fucking locked in the walls and shit. I mean, his family looked fucking terrifying. Like, don't go down in the basement. There's some sister you didn't know you had that's fucking shaped like a fucking spider in the movie Cobwebs. 
you know, mom at night turns into a fucking vampire. You know, they'll Airbnb the farmhouse. She'll go eat all the fucking, uh, you know, uh, camera crews and, and fucking cast of the people who rented it to shoot a porn there in the movie X. It's like, his family's fucking, that was creepy as shit. And he's homeschooled, so you know he all he did was coloring books all fucking day. So you know he has no fucking brain cells. And that's what happens. So good for him to keep him from sex and from, you know, the collective consciousness and people and keep him off the computers and the TV. And he didn't get all deluded and convoluted and his brain all fucked up and think bad about himself. You know, his mom was just like, you're supposed to be an abortion you're going to be a great athlete now telling him that every day he didn't go on twitter he didn't go on social media and here he was a fucking you know uh democrats and republicans fighting about abortion and then get you know feel bad about himself and go to the fucking in this closet and take a needle to his temple and abort himself he just was at the farm And, you know, where did they get the footage of him and he's just, like, throwing it through a tire and running on a sled and he was super jacked. And he's a beast in high school. I mean, Tebow's a fucking animal. He's a legend in high school. You know, I used to play this team called Armwood um, with the Country Club Cougars team that I played on in my rich, white, upper echelon, suburban, countryside, high school area. And we would play Armwood, hood as fuck, triple option. And every running back had like 1,800 yards. And Jerry, Eddie, Bowie, you know, all these fucking scary fucking players. And and Tebow played them in the, uh, you know, in the championship and fucking... Uh, think he had like a broken tibia and he had like an 82 yard fucking run to win the game and he told his coach he's going back in on defense he went in on nose tackle and he fucking shut the triple option down and they won the game and urban was like sitting in the stands watching this like holy fuck so he's just country fucking retard strength you know you put a mice in his hand he'll just squeeze it and crush it and fucking blood and goo in his fucking hand he'll just mush it in his mouth and fucking eat it like it's a fucking uh gusher you know the first time he saw a girl's pussy he put his fingers in there and he said it's gooey in there And he's just a fucking monster. You know, I'm sure, like, the first few times he had sex with his wife, he fucking didn't even get his dick in her pussy. He was just dragging across her thigh, and he would fucking come. And he probably bit her nipple too hard when he was sucking on her titties and fucking made her tit bleed, and... She was just, he he French kissed her and he was tickling her fucking vulva in the back of her fucking throat. And she's just like grossed out and he's trying to put his fucking tongue in her ears and her fucking, you know, he's trying to, he's putting his thumbs in her fucking eyeballs and 
and she's just like, what are you doing? He's just molesting her, probably. Even though, uh, there is a rumor, Mike, you know, I had a lot of friends that played on that Florida team that came from Clearwater, and and they would be in an apartment with him, and supposedly, like, he used to date Aaron Andrews, and she would suck his cock, and he would come in her mouth, and because he was saving himself for marriage uh, from entering her pussy, so he would just, instead, he would put his penis in a person's mouth. It's way different. And he would come in her mouth from getting a throat job, sloppy throat job where saliva would pour down into his ass, and she would suck on his balls and jerk him off and stare at him with her mascara running, and she'd run into the bathroom, I guess, and spit his cum in the sink, and they'd all laugh at her, and then he'd come out and play Madden and shit. That's just the story I heard. Uh, I also thought it was kind of fucking hilarious him defending uh, Anthony Hernandez. Like, oh, he's a good guy. They were saying racist stuff to him at the club. (laughs) The fucker's like a serial killer, Tim. How did Anthony Hernandez make it in the documentary, but Chris Leak didn't? I mean, talk about some fucking 2023 fucking diversity fucking like yeah dude do a do a quick they just did that because anthony hernandez is you know when you're a serial killer you're famous you're a star so they knew that that segment would have some star power they put that in there they're like oh chris leak he's fucking blazing and boring get him fuck out of here let's i you know i wanted to see even more maybe like Tebow helped them fucking bury the bodies and shit and did like a seance and prayed over their graves you know before the game or or even just like a real world MTV interview where like Anthony Hernandez like confesses murdering people to Tebow and he's just listening in a Catholic confessional booth 